What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Winter Skull Podcast. I'm Odin. And this is Tear. And today, well... (laughs) 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 Fuck! That's exactly what happened earlier. You kept sending me stuff, I'm going, fuck! Fuck! Like, you have to right. it's stupid not to see some of these things. It's like, ah, why? <laughs> so, uh, where to start, where to start, where to start. All right, let's let's oh, start with the... Uh, okay. Okay, can we, for all the Ukraine-sympathizing bastard simps out there, can I ask y'all a question? Y'all do realize that white phosphorus isn't, is against the rules of engagement, right? 
I just ask it. I, I just ask it. And that's against military people. Oh, are you talking about because they were using because they were using it on their own people at night in <laughs> Russian controlled territory? Yep. That's what you're referring to? Yeah, uh-huh, well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Shh. You know, you know that it's getting bad. By the way, we just sent them more money today. It's our 17th cash drop. So far, we've given them over $110 billion. But in terms of weapons alone, because, you know, Russia keeps destroying our high bars that we give them. So we have to send them more. I, I'm I'm not exactly sure how that logic works, but you know, you know what? Since we're already in Ukraine, okay, we, go ahead. We're gonna rename ourselves. You and me are forming a country. We're gonna be called No Fuckistan, and we're going to say that we are fighting the Russians and see if we can get some of that sweet, sweet American money. Well, okay, let's talk about the the war with Russia that is coming. Right before we move over to the other uh, hot zone, let's let's talk about this. Uh, Romania just started conscripting people, uh, and they're, they're talking about how they need to start the draft to build up their numbers. Uh, people who have re who have received their conscription, uh, have eight hours to report. Even if they don't live in Romania anymore, they're still being conscripted. But wait, there's more. Poland has a current fighting force of 7,500 men with this whole, you know, ready for NATO thing. They have just announced that they're going to bump their Trump troop numbers up to 400,000 and 1,000 heavy main tanks. Just so you know, that is a exponential increase in the amount of fuck around and find out from Poland. Now, I know that people make a lot of Polish jokes, but if you understand where they come from, the amount of bravery that those fuckers have, that when Germany came to roll through their country, they decided they were going to get on horses and challenge the Germans. That's where Polish jokes come from. So, just... With that type of spirit, give them actual weapons and tanks and stand by to stand by. So, <laughs> because Poland is afraid that they're going to be the next. Romania is afraid that they're going to be the next. But let's be honest, they're going after Odessa next. They say here they made a grain deal with Ukraine. And then the very next day, they somebody blows it the fuck up. Which pisses off Turkey, but you know what? I don't give a fuck what Turkey thinks. They're playing both sides of the game. But let's let's keep talking about war. Let's jump over to the China-Taiwan conflict. That's not a conflict yet, but it's about to be. Here's why I say it. China has readied its alerts readied their squadrons and their missiles to declare a no-fly zone over Taiwan. Taiwan is taking this set so seriously, and so is Japan, taking this absolutely serious that there could be a no-fly zone. Who's not? Nancy Pelosi. As a matter of fact, Nancy Pelosi has plans to show up there right around the 1st of August. Why is this an issue? Because it just happens to be like the 50th year celebration of the PLA, the People's Liberation Army, or the, the Chinese Army, if you will, right? To fly in there violating 
China's already said that they will shoot the plane down and they will declare an act of war if she comes. So instead of saying, you know what, I I, I think I have COVID again, right, and, and, and canceling the trip. Oh, no, 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 no. She says it's important that we show Taiwan that we're not afraid of China. Okay, so the mil- Biden has told her no. I actually agree with Biden. Don't go. How fucked up you have to be to we agree with potato? Fuck. Well, worse Flash than man. that, think about this. You sit here and I would wait, if I was China, I would wait for her to land and then declare a no-fly zone. Oh, no, wait, that works out for us. Never mind, they wouldn't do that. So hey. here's how serious... Hey, Pooh Bear, can we talk? Here's how serious they're taking the Nancy Pelosi going. Now, remember, Biden said, I don't recommend going, I don't want you to go, but the military who is directly answerable to Joe Biden, are currently making up military options and arranging escorts for Nancy Pelosi to fly into Taiwan. If the fact that Nancy Pelosi going in is going to cause trouble, if she's escorted by fighter jets and there's a fucking aircraft carrier, which they're already redirecting towards that area, right? That And there's an aircraft carrier in the way. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? I guarantee you that it's not going to turn out as well as you think it is. Look, we have sent all of our equipment, all of our stingers, all of our stuff is deployed. It's scattered away from the main, uh, you know, from the United States. It's currently in Taiwan, you know, in the Pacific. And then on the other side, it's in Europe, right? Not a whole lot here, right? So... I mean, I'm just saying, uh, if they are instituting the, egg, the the eggs are in the nest, and the nest is unattended, son of a bitch. Yeah, and don't forget, we have a million <laughs> troops in South America and a million troops in Canada from China, from the BRICS nations, Brazil, Here, Russia, India, China. Yeah, yeah. Can predictive programming? That is not the one I thought was predictive programming. <laughs> you know, something like revolution, EMP over the country, turn it dark, let the people kill themselves off for a couple of months, come in next yeah, but- spring when all of the grass is nicely covered in blood, <laughs> nice fertilizer everywhere. Oh, speaking of fertilizer, remember the uh, fertilizer shortage that causing all of the. Uh, issues in uh, in uh, yes. the Netherlands. Yeah, Canada has decided yeah. that that is an excellent policy. They're going to do the same thing. Okay, I mean, okay, if you're the first country to do it, I get it. You you fucked up. You made a bad choice. But if you're any other nation watching what's going on in the Netherlands and you go, hey, this sounds like a good idea. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You don't even need Netherlands. Netherlands right now is being peacefully. The people are rising up peacefully and they're, you know, it's been pretty much nonviolent unless you're the jackbooted government thugs firing on unarmed civilians, right? Uh, Sri Lanka did the same thing in 2020 and we have a absolute governmental collapse. Then you get a new World Economic Forum leader of the country and the people after being arrested, beaten with clubs, kicked out of the area have decided to rise up again and have already burned 38 politicians houses. We ain't going that quietly. 
So you have two options. And you get to choose if your country is going to suffer Sri Lanka's fate or the Netherlands' fate. Canada, choose wisely. Why? Why would China? Why? Why would Canada choose wisely? Oh, they don't care. He's a fucking tyrant. So let's go to our next story. You know, since we cover. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. For those of you in the D.C., Maryland area, that 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 whole area, I that suggest me out. I suggest you keep your head on a swivel. They moved a lot. A lot of uh, important people and assets have recently evacuated the Washington D.C. area. Consider it bugging out. They've moved the presidential motorcade with the C-17 out. They've moved uh, a couple of the P-8s have gone off the radar. Again, if you want more detailed stuff, go look at Monkey Works up on YouTube. Uh, his uh, thing for today talks a lot about it. Um, but they're starting to move a lot of assets out of the area. Just keep your head on a swivel. I'm not saying that there's an imminent attack. However, with everything that's being built up, they don't want to keep all their eggs in one basket. So you might want to keep your head on a swivel. Just thought I'd throw it out there. All right. So our next one. Have you, in the audience, have you, Taken a 23andMe test. Paid to submit your DNA so they can tell you where you're from. How about Ancestry.com or the other cacophony of businesses that were pushing it so hard? Okay. If you say, no, I don't trust them. Good. Now, how many of you went and took a PCR test? Where they took all of your information and where you live and your address. That company that did the PCR test and processed it. They are now selling that information for a profit on the marketplace. All of the people who are collecting DNA, and they have one really big, one really big buyer, and it is China. China. Why? Why would China need to collect all of the DNA? Well, according to the House Intelligence Subcommittee in, in the House of Representatives, it's because they're developing DNA-specific weapons, which means they're going to go through all of this DNA and go, gee, I wonder what all of these people have in common or these specific traits. I'll give you the perfect example. The government, any government, could be evil enough to target uh, sickle cell anemia and target a, a virus or some sort of biological weapon that has the ability to target individuals with the sickle cell anemia trait the gene not that they have it just that they carry that gene that is the danger of dna weapons i can target a very specific individual because i have their actual dna tailored specifically to them or a group of people what if instead of Instead of picking one that's common against most of the people in the United States, what if they found one that's common with all of the Asian people and then designed one to attack everybody who's not Asian and killed all of them off? If you're not greater than half Asian, right, uh, in your descendants, and at that point, that's the safety level. Anybody who's less than half Asian dies, right? You don't think it's possible? Just think. Well, 
now they're collecting all of this stuff. No, no. With with the advent of CRISPR, with the with the alert that they're giving us, I mean, it showed up everywhere all at once. I've been warning people about this for years, but it just recently showed up everywhere. All of the news sites were covering it. The House sub the House Intelligence Subcommittee just started releasing it. How many people have sit here and paid money? to give them your DNA so they could tell you what your ancestry was. And they're profiting off of it twice. They sell you the kits, and then they sell the DNA to China, India, Syria, Turkey, pick a country. Right? So you say you have DNA-specific weapons. But wait. What if I told you that it's possible that they turn, they uh, are going to turn you into a zombie? Or a mutant. Sound far-fetched? I don't, I, don't, I don't like this anymore. Sound far-fetched? Okay. I'm going to play you two, two videos that I mashed together that talk about that Ukraine is already making mutant soldiers, and so is China. Wait till you get a load of this. I love it. Just listen. If you thought mutant soldiers with unstoppable physical and mental powers were nothing more than science fiction, then brace yourselves for what I am about to tell you. In a chilling op-ed, the U.S. Intel chief has warned that China could be breeding genetically modified soldiers. You heard that right. The Chinese regime could be creating mutant soldiers. This possibility has been raised by John Radcliffe a former Republican congressman and the director of national intelligence under the Trump administration. Radcliffe has released an exhaust. Now listen, this is the second intelligence individual that has told you that some weird shit is coming out of China, that there's some weird shit going on, some weird hanky pinky. ...report labeling China as the biggest threat to democracy and freedom since the Second World War. He says Beijing is bent on global domination and is giving increasing importance to biotechnology in its military strategy in order to achieve its ambition. Now, I don't know if you, if the, I mentioned an important date that was happening August 1st. <laughs> it's actually several celebrations rolled into one. <clears throat> now, if you don't believe in numerology and astrology and all that stuff, that's fine. They do. Just thought I'd throw that out there. He has warned that Chinese authorities have been conducting human tests on members of the People's Liberation Army in the hopes of developing soldiers with biologically enhanced capabilities. Capabilities like lifting huge weights, infrared night vision, and running at high speeds over extreme distances. Radcliffe says there seems to be no ethical limit to China's pursuit of power. Time and again, several U.S.-based think tanks have issued similar warnings about soldiers having no physical, physiological, or cognitive limitations. Not too sure about genetic mutations, but the Chinese regime has indeed been working on scientific advancements to boost the capabilities of the PLA troops. In November last year, China's mouthpiece, the Global Times, carried this report about how China was looking to build Iron Man suits that would let soldiers fly. And then three weeks back, the Global Times carried another report on how Chinese scientists were developing exoskeletons to be used in high altitude regions. Release the Gundams! Sorry. It said the exoskeleton can effectively save 5 to 10% of the energy spent in walking, climbing, and carrying goods. This 
This is Dabu 7. We have Russia. Now, that was an Indian news network. Now, I understand that you used to hear and India and China don't get along. However, they're currently trade partners again. Because of what's happening with Russia, because of what's happening with the oil, we have literally driven China to become trade partners with China. India and China have an alliance. Now, it's a shaky alliance, and there's still areas of like the in the Himalayas, right, where they sit here and they they still have soldiers looking at each other. You know, everybody thought that was going to be a huge hot spot. Well, all right. So this next one comes. It's not quite official sources. So again, if you sit here and you don't trust anything that we're saying, we just put the news out there and we're going to let you decide. But we want you to hear the stories that nobody else is going to cover. Throwing some accusations out there that some are saying are pretty wild. But they're saying, hold up, it's not wild. They have proof. And what they're doing is they're taking these Ukrainian soldiers that they've captured. They're taking blood from them. They're testing them. And they're coming to find out that these guys are what they're calling mutant type of soldiers. This is Russia accusing Ukraine of using genetically modified humans, a.k.a. mutants. But listen to their capabilities. Meaning that they've had some kind of chemical concoction, some kind of new age drug concoction injected into their system. And... They believe, Russia's saying that they believe that a lot of the biolab stuff that's going on within Ukraine is connected to this as well. And that these are like zombies running around. Dudes jacked up as high as they can get on whatever they're injecting them with. Now, they say that they're seeing a lot of weird signs in connection with this, with hepatitis being tied into it. And all in all, they're saying that when they witness these guys battling on the battlefield, you hear stories about guys getting shot multiple times and just keep coming at you like a zombie that's what's happening dudes getting limbs blown off and still coming at the russian soldiers and they're freaking out i can't say i blame them holy shit so tie that in with the bioweapons and the fact that a lot of nations have all of a sudden sit here and turn their back on the united states when it came to the bio labs they're accusing us of doing horrible shit in there. Add that to that last report that Russia came out with. Yeah, it's possible that they're all siding, you know, the United States is looking weak. Let's sit here and throw, you know, these wild conspiracy theories and let the world court sit here and just demolish these people. But do you really believe that? No. So you have mutants. You have DNA weapons. You have rising tensions in China. You have an increase. And then let's bring it into the United States, shall we? Let's talk about California. I don't think I told you. I, I think I told you part of this story, but it's gotten so much more twisted. All right. You heard that they're defunding the LAPD to hire water cops, right? Yeah. Okay, it's gotten better. Gavin Newsom just proposed a measure that would sit here, and if you have a well on your own land, on your own land, you have a well. You have to pay $300 for each well that you have. Because you 
and planned ahead. Huh? Basically, just because you planned ahead. Yes, but wait. If you don't, then they charge you a fine per acre. But wait, there's more. They're also going to charge you for the amount of water that you have on your land. Now, I think that this is a really good opportunity for the farmers in California to say, fuck off, that is taxation without representation. You paid for that well. You paid for the power. That water that is under your land, well, where am I, what am I kidding? We already have states that ban the collection of rainwater because that belongs to the state. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. At least they're like I'm not condoning it, but at least they're smart enough not to be like, "Yeah, we're gonna tax this shit." They're gonna tax in California. They're gonna tax you for the well that you have. They're gonna tax you for any water that you have and any acreage that has water on it. Yeah. And a fine if you don't. California, you need to take that bear off of your fucking flag and put a giant pussy. <laughs> So, now we get to talk about diseases. Okay, you were telling me one, and I, I got it wrong because you called it rat fever, and I asked if that's because I didn't want to call it black plague. So, I went and I looked that up. Holy shit. So, there's a new thing in Tanzania that's already killed three people. It's called rat fever. It's got an official name. Hold on, let me... I'm going to try and pronounce it, but I'm, I am I make no guarantees. Leptospirosis, or rat fever. It's a bacterial infection commonly spread by rodents, right? The uh, Last week, the authorities dispatched a team of doctors and experts to the southeastern region of Lindy, where 20 cases have been reported. 20 cases. Three of them are fatal. All right. Uh, the disease is caused by a bacteria which spread through consuming water or food contaminated by infected animal urine. A good thing is that this disease is preventable and curable. Most of the patients recover from the illness whose symptoms include fever, headaches, fatigue, nosebleeds. All patients have tested negative for Ebola and Marburg, which is another virus that's decided that it wants to show up, as well as, of course, COVID-19, because heaven for fucking bid, right? Tanzania's president right, said last week that the strange disease reported in Lindy may have been caused by growing interaction between humans and wild animals as a result of environmental degradation. Of course, let's blame it on fucking... Anyhow, we're, we'll talk about that later. So we have that, but the World Health Organization or the UN has a health board that determines whether or not they classify a disease as a medical emergency. And they decided that monkeypox does not meet the level because it is entirely preventable, it's easily curable. Uh, right? Uh, it, you know, as long as you don't have dangerous interactions. Right, like it's totally preventable by okay. So they voted nine to six to say it's not an emergency. 
the head of the UN overrid, overrode his own board to declare it a global crisis. Stand by to stand by. Even though 98% of them, of the cases outside of Africa, right? Because they don't ever count Africa, you know, where it's from originally. I don't ever count that one. 98% of the cases, 15,000 cases in the world right now, um, monkeypox, right? Just so happened to be in the LGBTQ community, specifically the GB community. Homosexual men and bisexual men make up 98% of the cases. There are a few that sit outside of them. And I want to talk about two of them. I want to know why on TikTok, well, I don't know about TikTok because I haven't been on TikTok. Why in the news? Why is it reported? Why isn't it being reported left and right that in California there were two children, both in the care of homosexual men, ended up with monkeypox? Why is nobody mad about this? Why is nobody asking questions? Because if it's a sexually transmitted disease, right, one that requires prolonged contact, right, with the sores, why exactly is no one talking about how the fuck this happened? Because mm -hmm. they don't want to know. And it's California. Let's talk about this for a second. California has been lowering the age of consent. They do, they're one of their big choirs is the fucking gay choir where half of them are fucking pedophiles. It doesn't matter. They are the bastion for deviancy when it comes to pedophilia. Why would they care? They literally locked up a grown fucking man in a juvenile women's detention center because he said that he was trans age and transgender. Why would this surprise anyone? But why isn't really anybody on the right? Why is nobody on the right talking about this? No, because they're all talking about DeSantis and Trump and Trump and Elon Musk and Trump. They're not focusing on anything that fucking matters. Sorry, I, I actually made a video about things that fucking matter. Okay. So that's why. Explain to me, people on the right, how do you justify not discussing this? How do you justify pushing it under the rug? And yet we want to say we want to talk about a woman who was forced to carry a dead baby for two weeks because her OBGYN refused to pour an abortion on a dead uh, on a on a dead baby in the womb. Just bullshit. That that entire case is a lie because mm -hmm. they went and talked to the district attorney. They went and talked to all of the people. It never happened. It is not illegal to get that type of uh, the. Uh, I know it's called an abortion, but it's got a specific term. It's, right. It's atypical, isn't it? Yeah. There is no law stopping that from happening. And if it did, that woman, for the mother. yeah, and if it did, that woman should sue the shit out of her OBGYN. They interviewed, they interviewed the Texas AG, and that was his recommendation as well, that there is no law that states that. Huh? Oh. Well, I mean, 
we know this, but, but they're going to focus on that because it's sensational. Because it's, it's, yep. not, it's not as tasteless. Yeah. For lack they, of a better way of saying it, that that's what it is. So we're going we're gonna to ignore all of this shit, right? For it's fucking hot in summertime. So let's talk about let's talk about uh, the fires that are currently happening everywhere in Europe, right? Guess what just came out? They've just announced some of the prosecutors in France have said that a lot of them are caused by arson. They have already positively linked three of the major ones. Hmm. Interesting. How come they're not talking about that? How come they're not talking about that in 2017 the temperatures were higher? How come they're not talking about in 2004? Oh, wait, they're too busy scrubbing the fucking internet from the, lo- from the higher temperatures so that they can run around and scream it. Why? Because they need the global climate emergency to declare an emergency to give Biden presidential powers or extra constitutional powers to let him uh, control the means of production of food, energy, and water. Huh? I hate that term. I I hate when they call it, I hate when people call it extra constitutional. It's like, no, it sounds like a side of fucking tyranny. Well, yeah, but the legal term is extra constitutional. It's, they're taking powers that are outside of constitutional authority. I get it. It's still tyranny. But tyranny's fucking tyranny. Just call so it they want to sit here. They want to increase all Wait. of the what? If he does this, can I call him the dictator from now on? Yeah. For those of you that need an explanation, you're going to put a rooster and a potato. There you go. <laughs> oh, dictator Sorry, potato. I'm, I'm actually. Yeah, well, it, it pisses me off because you sit there and I think about it. I, I, I knew a lot of those extra constitutional or t- I don't know, side of fucking tyranny powers, but I got to looking into some more of them after our last conversation about it. And holy shit, why don't you just bend me over a barrel, fuck me in the ass, and tell me that it's raining? That's what's going to happen. Oh, wait, I forgot. And, the, wait, and then the morons will actually be like, thank you very much. Can I have another? Fair. Oh, I've I forgot. You... I have three other stories. Okay. Well, get, let me ask you this question. Or All I, right. I know you know the answer to this. Hey, everybody on the right, I got a question for you. Pops gave you a question. Now it's time for me to fuck your feelings. Uh, when did you forget that we are the descendants of those who would not be ruled? When did you get neutered? When did you lose your balls? When did you lose your your testicular fortitude or your spine? I sit here and I look at things all day long. Things like this. Things like the, the kid being raped. the All the things going on with the, the drag queens and everything else. And I'm sitting here going, I don't hear the outrage that we supposedly purport that we have. Because you're a bunch of cucks. So what happened? When did you forget... That we are are descended from those who would not be ruled. 
Yeah, I, I'm spicy. I, I, I've had a fuck enough. <laughs> so good, good. You're, you're spicy. Have you lost your faith in humanity again? Yes. Fuck oh, humanity. Good. good. Then the next three stories won't bother you at all. All right. So China <laughs> has China scientists have developed disposable reactors for long-range torpedoes, similar to the Poseidon torpedoes. So what it does is it sits here and it creates a low-cost version of the Russian Poseidon underwater drone. So they're put on this cheap reactor. They send it across the ocean. It takes a week to get here, by the way. And and then they just blow it up, creating a radioactive tsunami. So if they do it from China's side, that is Washington, Oregon, and California. Deal! Um, so, just kidding. Then, then as, as, as if tensions aren't high enough, Russia has a couple of red lines that we have done everything in our power to fucking tab dance and cross. But here's probably the one that uh, second to the last one. The U.S. is considering recognizing Russia as a state sponsor of terrorism. That is one of the red lines. <laughs> the designation as a state sponsor of terrorism is something that they're looking at and reviewing. Any designation requires a careful review in accordance with our laws, right? Countries that currently have this status are Cuba, North Korea, Iran, and Syria. And considering that most of those countries are already working with China and the sanctions that we put on them aren't doing anything to Russia. It's just making it stronger. They're going to tell us to pound sand and then make a country, make a city disappear. However, I have a question. let's is get the, to the irony. Is the irony not just absolutely fucking lost on everyone that the United States is going to call Russia a state sponsor for a fucking terrorism when we sponsor as a, as a government, we sponsor in Black Lives Matter and James Revenge. Oh, even better than that. We do more than that. Je uh, what's his fucking name? John. He worked under George W. Bush. No, John. Fuck, what Jerry? is his name? No, under Bush. He was. Oh. Uh, he replaced Donald Rumsfeld. Uh, fuck, I forget what his name is. He was ambassador to the UN. Fuck, I don't remember. Oh, Anyhow, remember he admitted. He admitted that we have performed coups in other countries. Uh, who's a state sponsor of terrorism? I'm just saying. Fucking joy. Oh, but it's okay if it's us because we're the good guys, right? In our story. So, Turkey... Have we talked about the grain deal? Yeah, we talked about the grain deal. Turkey, uh, Turkey continues to be a source of substantial irritation for the Biden administration. <laughs> uh, the New York Times is reporting that the Turkish president has been described in it as a headache and a source of substantial irritation for Washington. Times cited the U.S. House of Representative Chris Pappas, Democrat of New Hampshire, who claimed that Turkey has played both sides of the fence in Ukraine. And they have not been a reliable ally that we should be able to count on. All right. So 
let let's put this in perspective. Do you really want to know what side Turkey's on? Let's look at the sides that they've taken. They have backed Russia when it comes to using the ports near their area. They have backed Russia's side and China and Iran and Syria when it comes to fuel and food. They have sit here and they've backed Russia when it comes to accepting or paying with their stuff with rubles and joining the BRICS system as an ally. Now, let's look at what Turkey has done for the United States. They are a member of NATO. But they haven't contributed the money that they need and they don't contribute the troops. So exactly why do you think they're playing both sides? Because to me, if I look at which sides they're on, they're firmly on. Oh, wait. And they fucking attacked Greece. And they're in a conflict with Greece. Greece, who's another fucking NATO country. Whose side do you think they really are? This is not fucking hard, people. It's simple math. Right? I'm not... We both know how I feel about this. Math is one of those fucking stupid. You know what? We've gotten so stupid that, you know, two plus two equals five because pigs can't fly. Math. They but, look at the, the glaringly obvious in your fucking face. Like, you can't spell it out any further. It is like somebody reached from the heavens and smacked them in the face with a dick and they still don't know what's going on. Right. Oh, wait. wait the blindest wait. man is he who will not see. They refuse to see truth. They, re they refuse to put two and two together and go, oh. All right. Now let's do some local news. It's not quite as crazy and hopefully it won't get you pissed. Good news, everybody. According to the Biden administration, we're not in a recession because they, were they, they redefined what recession means. So we're not actually in a recession. Don't believe what your high gas prices and your high food prices are saying. We are not in a recession. But in good news, BlackRock and Vanguard are taking over the centralized food production technologies and will have near total control over the uh, entire food supply in America. Isn't that good? Don't worry. As long as you have a good set, as long as you have good social score, I'm sure you'll have no problems keeping the sheep. I'm just. Oh wait, there's a there is a grocery store in the UK that is already trying to figure out how to do their credit score. You get a QR code, right? And it will tell you what you can and cannot buy based off of your social credit score. It's on the carts, the shopping carts. So I need a credit score to get the fucking cart? Ah, uh, an ESG score, environmental and social governance score. Okay, look, hey, everybody, I'd like to point out Aldi's. Aldi's is a wonderful place, so you can go buy a bunch of crappy food for cheap, all right? It's wonderful if you're if you're uh, lower income. But those fucks thought, hey, you know what? We're, we're tired of chasing down the carts. You're going to put a quarter in this cart to get the cart out of the line, right? And then when you, when you put it back in, you get your quarter back, right? Okay. What the fuck do you think is going to happen with an ESG score? 
Well, every moment I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Is it going to be exactly what's already started? Uganda has reported today that hunger has already killed 900 people in one town. Starving to death. Right? 900 people. But. No, no, but. Just. <laughs> I have more, but I'm, I'm debating on how many news stories I throw at people all at once. Before they say, go, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> come on, no, no, come on, come on, come on, come on. I still got a few more to go. Still, <laughs> still got more. a more. I, I still have to like, like, yeah, I still have like a half a fuck. Let's go. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now, I don't have access to... Let me see if I have access to these pictures again. Hold on, I gotta... I gotta make Wait, sure... So this one comes like show and tell? Last time you did the show and tell, it pissed me off. <laughs> what? Uh, nothing. Nothing, nothing. No, this one's not uh, show and tell. I don't think I can find them anymore. Anyhow... So, so let's talk about the New York Times put out an article that says maybe it's time that we talk about cannibalism. Oh, for fucks. <laughs> so, so you great. It's made out of people. <laughs> We're just going to skip that whole step of finding out it's made out of people by just telling people it's made out of people. It is made out of people. Don't forget, Soylent Green takes place in 2022, and we're not even have, we're just crossed the halfway point for the year on July 1st. And, and here we are talking about, hey, we should talk about cannibalism. It's not morally reprehensible. Fair. I mean, we joke about it. Like anybody who's ever been on our, our Friday Night Lives where we when we used to be able to go live and have fun with it. But uh, where we talk about cannibalism, we joke about it in a survival situation. These people are wanting to do it like it's some kind of cultural experience. They want you to be they want you to accept. They want you to they, they want you to accept that, you know, if it's not bugs, it's going to be people. Oh, wait, here we go. I found some. All right. Swedish scientist advocates eating humans to combat climate change. <laughs> NPR, cannibalism, it's perfectly natural. A new scientific history argues how cannibalism became taboo and why we should move past it. Sapien says eating people is wrong, but it's also widespread and sacred. Say. Cannibalism, the ultimate tat taboo, is surprisingly common. And there's this picture. Two Dutch TV presenters eat each other's flesh on a TV show. They're already showing it on TV. Yay! Yay, aren't you? And you thought eating fucking bugs was bad. <laughs> Just be like, you know, if I didn't cook it, I don't want anything. I know. Why? Like, 
but like at but, least the one talking about it for combating climate change with eating humans at least it's amusing this one I just hmm, that's beyond like, when we joke about it we're joking about it right or survival you know worst case scenarios right we're not actually talking about hey let's go to that restaurant in new york city where they serve human flesh already right or let you know your choice if you want the protein you must eat the bugs or you must eat the neighbors the bugs are in the attic all right i don't i don't no oh go ahead it just it boggles my brain like i i expect the worst from humans but it seems like eating other humans is just like a whole different level. Like even on a very visceral reaction, eating humans has been frowned upon throughout history. Fair. Although they did they did have that guy who was an anchor on CNN who did it in one of his stories. Yeah, and they gave him immortal shit. Yeah, but now it's okay. So it's fine. So so let let's do something to spin you up as I'm going through my my list of news stories. How about this one? The CEO of Burger King, Popeyes, and Ca the Canadian chain Tim Hortons has been arrested for the possession of child porn. But he was arrested in Canada, so he'll probably get thirty days suspended sentence. Just say. I hate this. You know what? I was talking to somebody earlier. I was like, you know what? I want Ragnarok. I want the end of civilization for for multiple reasons. It's rotten to the core. You you get more trouble for running a stop sign than you would raping a child these days. Fair. Oh. She saw my post finally. Saying duck duck and weave, motherfucker, duck and weave. So this just in Walmart, the largest US retailer, slashes profit outlook and loses eight percent of their stock today. Just now. <sighs> the White House has announced that they have procured more monkeypox vaccines than every other country in the world combined. <laughs> Still not taking it. Me either. But he's already he's already named a national coordinator, or they're talking about naming a national coordinator. Lockdowns, masks. So I had to think about that for a second before I said something wrong. Uh, so I was talking with, with Inked earlier, and she sent me a video that her sister had sent her. And it was like, it, it was going through, it was like, Fauci says, if you get the vaccine, you don't have to worry. You'll be safe. <laughs> Three weeks later, I have COVID. <laughs> says it for, the, for Joe Biden. It goes, if you get the vaccine, you have the right to be safe. You'll be protected. Two weeks later, I have COVID. That's the same thing for Trudeau. I'm like, so my question is, this government that has 
supposedly taking these vaccines, you have two options here. Either A, they're knowingly taking a, a placebo or a shot of saline and they're not taking the actual one. That means they actually get it. So that means they don't trust it either. Or they're taking it, the actual one, and it's not fucking working, but they're telling you you have to. So you can either continue to believe a government that has been proven to be lying to you or just fucking wrong. Wait, or maybe wait, wait. I have the answer. Do you want to know what it is? What? I have the answer. Okay. Ready? I I love you. So I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. Do you know who Dr. Burks is? Not off the top of my head. She was the one with the scarf with the ascot or whatever who stood next to Fauci when Trump was in office. Dr. Yeah. Burks. She was okay. in charge for the for most of it, right? She has a book coming out. And guess what? In the book it says. And then she decided that she was gonna go give interviews for the all this weekend starting on Friday. She decided that she was going to give interviews about her book. Know what the biggest bombshell is? They knowingly deceived the public about the efficacy of the vaccines and knew that it wouldn't stop the transmission. But if they told the American people that it would not stop it, they wouldn't take the vaccine. They fucking lied to you knowingly that it wouldn't. Now, She's still very, she's still very adamant, still very adamant that, um, she's still very adamant that it stops the, the symptoms from being severe. But, still very adamant that it could still be severe. However, it, uh, it doesn't stop the transmission at all. At all. Let that so sink what's the in. Fucking point? You were told. That if you got the vaccine, that you could go out, you could take off the mask, you could go out and live your life. Speaking of which, last year, when it was fucking hot as balls, y'all wanted the vaccine so you could go celebrate the summer. Now nobody's telling you you have to wear a mask and your bitch is out there fucking complaining that it's fucking hot. It's fucking summer, asshole. Go fucking swim in the ocean or some shit. I'm not going to lie, it was fucking hot. <laughs> but I have an excuse. I wasn't wearing a mask last summer and it was hot then too. But I think I think what amuses me the most is you sit there and realize these people are willing just to eat it. Eat it up. Like, you, we called it, right? And we were told we were conspiracy theorists. We, we were told even by our own side with people that agreed with us, oh, no, they wouldn't do that. So if I it know walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, it's probably a fucking duck. Now I know that we're supposed to be good and we're supposed to when people wake up, you know, offer that olive branch. So, you know, congratulations, welcome to the dark side. We have cookies. But I have I have been on so many sites where people see like the history of, you know, uh, one year ago today, people were, you know, saying this, or you posted this and I'll look at it and then I'll read the comments about how they call me a fucking conspiracy theorist and a fear monger, Alex Jones wannabe, all of this shit. So, you know what? Here's what I'm going to say. I fucking told you so. 
In a world full of bitches, be a petty bitch. You taught me that. Fuck them. I have literally, I'm like, I'm not going to be nice to you. I, I, I Somebody came to me, he's like, you were right about something. I was like, yeah, I fucking told you so. You don't need to be a dick. Well, you didn't need to be a fucking moron. <laughs> and what'd it take? <laughs> the fact that you almost died for you to finally figure out that maybe something was fucking wrong. In the Netherlands, the shelves are empty, right? Germany just passed 33.6% inflation in May. That is the highest level ever recorded in Germany since 1949. There's a fear of freezing in Europe because of wood stove shortages, uh, or yeah, wood stove and firewood shortages. The markets are empty. Right, Brussels are empty. The city of Osberg dims their street lights. They switches off the facade lighting to try to save power because they're getting fucked by the Russians. Because when you were warned, hey, don't rely on Russia for your power, you laughed. Now you have the United Nations and the UN Chronicle fucking today. The benefits of world hunger. Is the name of the fucking article. I know that I say sometimes that you should find a silver lining of things. But I, how tone deaf? I'm, I'm socially inept. How tone deaf? I'm a fucking asshole. I mean, how fucking dumb do you have to be and just callous? Be like, you know, world hunger is a great thing. We caused it and everybody's dying because of it, but it's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, how much more transparent do you, do they need to be? They're literally telling you they want to kill you, and you sit there and go, "I'm go, sure, another one, Daddy." Sri Lanka just introduced fuel rationing, but at least they get fuel. However, you have to do it via QR code. Those vaccine passports didn't set you free, did they? They gave you your government absolute control over everything. Protests are growing all across Ecuador and Panama over spikes in prices for fuel, food, basic necessities. The world is waking the fuck up. Where are you, America? By the time America wakes up, it's going to be too fucking late, brother. I mean, think about this. We give this, and I'm not. I'm not saying we stop because there are people that listen, people that are waking up and get and having a chance. But how many times have you and I sat there and had a conversation going, why is everyone focused on petty bullshit instead of shit that actually matters? I figured it out. It Bandwidth just, overload. No, it wasn't just the Q-tards. They lulled themselves into a sense of complacency and that you should never rock the boat because if you rock a boat, you'll make waves and it could get worse. They became cowards. They can get mad at me for saying that, but that's what they did. They became cowards. Well, they gave up. I, I'm a little bit nicer in the way I say it. I'm not calling them cowards. I'm going to call it because of people that we know. Let, let, let's be honest. I throw a lot of shit at you, but I can only throw so much shit at you before you go, fuck it, Ragnarok. The people in our group that we talk to on a daily basis, if I was to throw everything that I throw at you, <laughs> they would freaking eat a bullet, right? 
Yeah, and I don't even give you 20% of what I come across. It's called bandwidth overload. You can only freak out and only worry about so much shit over a day unless you train yourself for the amount of information that you're going to take in and seriously not care. Me and you have the ability to switch off that fuck it switch. Yeah, but you've been slowly, and I noticed it over the last yes. couple weeks. Yes, been I have been increasing the amount that I throw at you. And I'm usually good, but it's usually when we hit one of the stories with the kids where I'm like, fuck it, Ragnarok. Yeah. And, <laughs> and which I can't push off. What, when, I, when I think that you're reaching that level, like if I throw you that one at first, you'll get mad and you'll be like, okay, bring on the next, but you'll be mad, right? But if I sit here and I give you a, a list of stories and then throw in that one, the moment that I hear, fuck it, Ragnarok, Asteroid 2022, those types of comments, okay, I've reached your limit. But you have the ability, like I do, to flip off that chuck it in the fuck it bucket switch. How many people actually have that switch? I'll give you the perfect example. Freya. Freya has this huge heart. Reaper has this huge heart. And we can tell them one, two, three stories. But at some point... I'm going to get a message that says, can you please stop doom scrolling? (laughs) Or they just check out. Please stop. The fact that we have several groups, one of them specifically designed for doom scrolling, and they're never there. But the fact that it's even, we have a name for it, doom scrolling. (laughs) But uh, you're right. Some people have the, uh, it's an ostrich complex. They hit a point and they stick their head in the sand. They only have so much bandwidth you can absorb. It's okay. Here, I look at it this way. We're not very popular in the friendship category. So fuck it, right? Like we keep our circle very small. The average person only has the ability. Let's look at it from a relationship standpoint. The, the, The average person only has the ability to focus on and deeply invest in about 30 people. Right. Holy shit. But okay. I know that sounds like a lot, but we have, we have way less than that. So for us, that bandwidth, that emotional bandwidth that we can focus on isn't based off of people. It's based off of issues, right? If you have somebody who's already trying to balance third, we use Freya. Everybody loves her. Everybody wants a relationship with her to talk with her and all this stuff. You know, she's really popular on the social media posts. She puts in all that stuff. She's got actual friends in the real world as opposed to us who all of ours are digital, right? So she's got actual people that she can emotionally invest in. Her bandwidth is our then try to add the stories that we cover. And I don't blame her for being, I can't focus on this. Or to sit here and just shut off. I don't blame her for putting her head in the sand because there's certain topics. Preppers do that a lot. If you, uh, and it's where I learned that I needed to sit here and pull my head out of the sand and pay attention, but realize there's some shit I can control and some shit that I can't, right? If I'm prepping for zombies or I'm prepping for an EMP or I'm prepping for societal collapse, I need to pick and choose what stories I'm going to focus on. Now, I pick the worst one, which is 
EMP because I figure that's going to bring out the zombies, the werewolves, the the oh sorry, the werewolf preppers, the the zombies who've been plugged into their cell phones. It's going to bring in you know societal collapse, all of that stuff together, right? But I focus on the stories based around that, right? But I had to learn to sit here and segment. Which ones are important? Which ones can I change? Which ones can I can't? Uh, I can't change. And I look at it the same way when we do the podcast. Right. This is a good article to talk about because if I talked about the, uh, if I talked uh, about all of the kids, <laughs> we've done it before when we used to do lives. We would start at nine o'clock and realize it was like six o'clock the next morning. Yep, we have done that. Though I want to say something though, uh, before anybody gets all twisted on this, you mentioned having friends in real life and friends, uh, digital friends. I saw something today and I it clicked back in my brain. I started going back over the last year, which I wouldn't trade for anything. But over the last year, I realized that my friends that I have met online, this little group, have helped me more than friends I have in real life that are less than a mile away. Yeah. So don't let that, uh, I, I want to say, don't let that stop to the people out there. Don't let that stop you from, from cultivating friendships. But you need to realize that it is, Pops is right, that there is only so much, I call it my bullshit meter. <laughs> he calls it bandwidth, I call it my bullshit meter. There's only so much bullshit I can put up with before I clock out. I'm like, nope, we're done. All right. Narrow your focus. Focus on one or two things. Like, I, I would be happy if some of these people would just take one item. Wouldn't you? Just one. Well, okay. Um, who was it? Who said it? Uh, Tim Poole uh, gave me an analogy that I'm stealing. Uh, that sits here and goes like this. When I was really heavy into politics, I wish that people would pay attention and pay attention to politics instead of football. Now that everybody's paying attention to politics, I wish they'd shut the fuck up and go back to watching football. <laughs> you know what? Probably fair. Again, <laughs> you said something that me. I want to clarify that we may not be popular on the whole friends thing because 30 sounds like a fucking lot. All right. But that's because you and I don't like the people. <laughs> Look, I have I I have picked my friend group and my prepper group and between 10 to 15 is a perfect number. Anything and I can I can reasonably plant and uh uh forage and harvest livestock and go fishing for that amount of people. Any more than that and if any one of them gets sick before we've established our whole commune thing, that's a big fucking issue. Okay. So mine, mine isn't necessarily that you know I don't have the ability. I don't have the ability, but I don't want to. Does that make sense? Fair enough. Me, uh, it's just I'm an asshole and I don't want a people. <laughs> Fair. All right. Last story before we go for tonight. And All this right. one is going to base on the climate because this has the potential to uh, really fuck up about 40 million people within a couple of weeks. <clears throat> the West's most important water supply is drying up. Life for 40 million people who depend on the Colorado River are about to fucking change. 
We're not in the midst of a drought when it comes to the Colorado River. We're at aridification, right? This is not, uh, according to Arizona State University professor, this is not something we can wait out. This is not something we can survive. This is the new world we live in. What this means is that there'll be less water for major cities like Denver, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Phoenix, San Diego. You'll get higher electricity, higher grocery bills, less swimming in the reservoirs like Lake Powell, less boating, less whitewater rafting, uh, less swimming, fewer tourists. Not to mention the fact you won't be able to water your crops. Remember, just because a river flows by doesn't mean that that water is yours. I don't know how they're going to enforce that when people are fucking dying of thirst, but... So, air, so air, 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 airification? Airification, yeah. So that's basically when the, the river's drying up and there's nothing you can really do about it. Right. Okay. The desert, which is a desert. Look... I used to live in Southern California for a short period of time. I can be the first to openly admit that it is a desert held back by sprinkler systems. And when those sprinkler systems get turned off, it's going to be a desert relatively quickly. Then you see you have issues like Alberta, where in they had a 20-minute storm hit Alberta that destroyed 12 months worth of crops. Jesus. Just let that sink in. Farmers are saying that they've had between 40 to 100% of their crops wiped out in a 20-minute storm. If you go to pick up feed for cattle in Texas, they're having to destroy their cattle crops because they can't afford the feed. It's insane. Farmers who've been farmers for their entire lives are having to get rid of their cows. 95% of their cows and are saying, you know what, we're done because we can't survive on 5%. The profit margins for farmers isn't that high. So Breitbart, speaking of food shortages. Breitbart is attacking the New York Times for trying to normalize cannibalism. <laughs> Don't eat the people! The fact that we even have to have that conversation bothers me to my core. We're just going to leave that there for a second. I mean, just think about it. I, I, the Either the world has lost its fucking mind or this is a plan in which you are being attacked at every angle. Food, water, your health, energy, fuel, etc. Everything right now is in a precarious balance. And it has been. But people didn't want to give up their comfort to do the hard things to learn the skills that would have stopped this from happening 40 years ago. They keep chipping away at the one beam holding it together. If we lose the supply chain, there'll be no control. They they'll control the food. They're chipping away at our farmers, our ranchers, trains, truck drivers, pilots. It is imperative that you do not have to turn to the government, or they want you to turn to the government when that supply chain breaks. Those of you who resist will be called terrorists. You will be called insurrectionists. You will be called 
troublemakers, rebels, all of the negative terms that you can think of because you refuse to you refuse to go along with the new world order. You choose to resist. That you can feed and provide your family. It'll take a couple of years to rebuild the supply chain and bring the food processing back to our home countries. Start gardening now. Don't wait. Your prep stash will only last so long. If you have three months, that means you have three months to grow crops, something that you, you know, learn skills. This is why I tell people find one skill that you can learn every month to learn a basics, right? Uh, six months, you know, go to three months, then to six months, one year, two years, don't stop. We are at war. They want 90% of us dead. In the United States, the, the normies, those who aren't prepping, right, will wake up and whisper, uh, we will whisper and be in a full panic within a week of if the power gets turned out. We already had somebody who launched anonymously a Sayer campaign that she is in Congress and they told her to wait until after the midterms, that she has to keep the lights on until after the midterms. Then they can turn the lights off. There won't be time once normies realize that they are being poisoned and starved. You need to prepare now. For those of you who have ears to hear, listen to the words I'm speaking. You have time. You have been given this grace period to gather the resources that you need to at least start. Gather your seeds. Gather your hunting equipment. Gather basic supplies, water filters. These things you need to do now. Because when the rest of the world wakes up, when the piads sit here and get enacted, when he becomes a dictator, if you haven't hidden your food, if you haven't sit here and made preparations, they will come and take what you have. This is your warning. Because if you don't think Thank that God. they won't lock you down because of monkeypox or rat fever, or fucking climate change. What they say during the climate change uh, or during the COVID lockdown, this is great for the environment. All of these levels are going down. That was their fucking foreshadowing for what they were going to do. Pay attention. The rule of thumb is when your enemy is telling you their plans, take them at their word that that is what they want to do. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead. I got nothing to add. The blindest man is he who will not see. We can only leave, we can leave the horse water, can't make it drink, and no matter how much I want to beat that dead horse, if they're not going to listen, they're not going to listen. You're right, though. But I, I don't think it's as big a grace period as some people might think. I think we've got weeks at most. August 1st is going to be a good deadline. But if we're going to go the whole biblical route, I look around the Jewish feast days, which is what the next one is, uh, the Feast of Trumpets in September. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. we got Gog and Magog. You may not like the Bible. I don't like the Bible sometimes. But it's 
fucking accurate. Just saying. I'm, that, you know, beast of trumpets. Oh, sorry, sorry. I will. I won't say nothing. I promise. I'll be good. It's in the book. That is true. Oh shit. Never mind. Say it. <laughs> we need to let everybody know. If you already wrote it in the book, let everybody know. I'm just saying that the Feast of Trumpets in September is coming, right? There is a book of the Bible that talks about trumpets specifically. I'm just saying, you. And then you have uh, the, you have August, you have September, you have October, which is uh, September, October is Feast of Trumpets, I think. And then you have the midterm elections when they already, when we have the reports from the congresswoman who was talking about that then they can turn the lights out. If we last until, if we last until after the midterms, I will be greatly surprised. I think that the Democrats have seen what is on the wall, even though they sit here and have all of the media covering for them, they see the writing on the wall about what's coming. If they're going to enact their great plan, right? If they're going to enact the fact that they won't lose power, if you don't think they won't sacrifice Nancy Pelosi to a Chinese missile to start a war to get power for everybody else, why do you... Okay, crazy conspiracy, ready? Why do you think they sit here and they let Nancy Pelosi get away with all of the uh, SEC violations? The insider training, huh? She makes a perfect scapegoat. They will allow her to sit here and do it as payment for a future sacrifice. Her family is well taken care of. What's the one thing that we always hear? She's a horrible human being, but she's a great grandma, right? This is the one thing grandma is going to do. Provide for her children and grandchildren. Turn $5 million into $18 million over fucking night because of a deal. and takes care of a lot of kids. She's worth over $130 million right now. Time to pay the piper. And just I like saying. it. Just saying. All right. So with that, uh, I'm Odin. This is Tier. And thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. Bye-bye. Yeah. The Matrix is a system, Neil. That system is our enemy. But when you're inside, you look around. What do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters. The very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system, and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it. Are you listening to me?